Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Blessings in Christ. I'm Scott Roberts. We are a radio ministry striving to bring glory to the precious name of Jesus Christ and to bring joy into your life. We are also the Church of Christ. The Church of Christ is scriptural in name, scriptural in origin, scriptural in doctrine, and scriptural in practice. We also wanted to invite you to visit our website. Our website is blessingsinchristradio.com. And please like us on Facebook. Our Facebook is Blessings in Christ Radio. We also wanted to invite you to one of our local congregations. If you're listening to this broadcast in Ohio, we have congregations in Pyro, Baltimore, New Carlisle, and Fairborn. In West Virginia, we have Church of Christ congregations in Christian Valley and Milton. And if you're in Kentucky, we have Church of Christ congregations in Cannonsburg, which would be right behind Walmart, Paintsville, Carter City, which would be right off of Route 2, and the Southside Congregation in Beattyville, Kentucky. We would love for you to contact us, and you would truly be our honored guest. Please enjoy the lesson today, and have a wonderful weekend. Hallelujah, 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 Oh! 
you to take your Bible this morning and follow along with me. Don't just sit there and look because uh, I'm, a, I'm a pitiful thing to look at. So I advise you to take your Bible and follow along. We can find in the book of Galatians, uh, turn over if you will, Galatians chapter 1 verses 8 and 9. The reason I ask you to follow along with me and uh, to make sure that what I speak is coming from 
the words of God. We read in Galatians 1, 8 and 9, but though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. Let him be accursed. As we said before, we're going to repeat it. So say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you, then that ye have received, let him be accursed. So we want to make sure that the gospel that's being preached, not only here at Baltimore, but wherever you may go, uh, all Church of Christ, we need to make sure that there's sound doctrine that's being preached. And in order to do that, we need to take our Bibles and follow along. You know, it's not what uh, Brother Scott said and preached. Oh, well, Brother Scott preached, preached it this way. You know, or what Brother Bobby preaches, you know, or, or me. But we need to find out what God says in His Word. So I encourage you to take your Bible and follow along with me as well. I go through the lesson this morning. You know, uh, last Saturday, uh, we were very blessed uh, to be able to go to the zoo as a family. And uh, we had a beautiful day, you know, and we got there early enough before the animals took their naps. So we actually got to see some of these uh, animals uh, and we had a fun time. But as we were going through the zoo and even uh, when we got to the zoo, you know, you have to have an appointment now. This is the world we live in. You have to have an appointment and you have a set time that's your time to enter. But when you get in there, this place is full of people, full of people, you know, uh, shoulder to shoulder. And I looked around and I noticed that all these people are wearing masks. You know, all these people are wearing masks. And I thought, how funny is this that all it took was the power of a governor saying that masks are mandatory in any public setting. Masks are mandatory from the power of one man, the governor. And what did people do? People listened, right? People said, oh, I've got to wear my mask. Why? If you don't wear that mask, you're not going to get in the zoo. You're not going to get in here. You're not going to be able to see your animals, have a good time. The same goes if, if you go to Walmart. You will have to wear that mask, right? How easy it was for people to follow instruction and do what was asked of them to do for what? A simple trip to the zoo. A simple trip to the zoo and it just blew my mind and as we're walking around and I see person after person people that not in their wildest dreams would ever think of wearing a mask but what they knew if I don't wear this mask I'm not going to get in the zoo I'm not going to get in the zoo well, it made me sad you know the more I thought about that we have a Lord and Savior look a Lord and Savior Jesus Christ who died on the cross, he suffered and he bled, brothers and sisters, and he went through torture. He went through torture. Why? So we could have a chance of eternal life. Now think about this. And all he's done through all that he did for you and me and for the world, he said, look, Mark 16, 16, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Think about that. All you have to do is wear that mask. He that believeth and is baptized, what he say? I will give you eternal life in heaven. Why is it that people don't want to wear their mask? 
Why don't people want to wear their masks to get to heaven? And they turn their back on our Lord and Savior. But to get to the zoo, or to go to Walmart, or Lowe's, or Home Depot, or their favorite restaurant, there's masks everywhere, right? People will wear a mask for the simple things in life, but they won't obey the Word of God. They won't become a child of God in order to get to heaven. In order to get to heaven. And I tell these people, there's going to be a sad day. It's going to be a sad day. Why? You didn't wear your mask. You didn't wear your mask, so you're not going to get into heaven, right? Turn over to 2 Thessalonians. 2 Thessalonians chapter 1. 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 7 through 9. And to you who are troubled, rest with us, when the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. What? The people that didn't wear that mask, right? They didn't put on that mask. Who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. Brothers and sisters, we are living in a world that's full of chaos. A world that we wouldn't have dreamed. Who would have ever dreamed that it would come to this? I know a lot of the older people have probably went through things like the depression but I never in my wildest dreams would have thought there'd be a day like this where we can't even go. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Anywhere without wearing a mask. And it's sad that people will do exactly what they're told to do for simple things. To go out for dinner. To go to the zoo. To go to Walmart. But they won't obey the gospel in order to what? Receive eternal life with their Lord and Savior. That's lesson number one. Now let's go to lesson number two, the actual lesson for the day. But I had a heavy heart as I walked through the zoo and I noticed these people will do exactly what they're told to do, but you can't get these people to open up their Bible. They won't open up the Word of God. They're not concerned about their soul. But rather they will do whatever it takes here on earth to satisfy their earthly gains. Turn over to John chapter 1. So we get started in lesson number 2 this morning. John chapter 1 verses 1 beginning. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. And the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. 
All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness, what comprehended it not? That's what we have today. We have that light, but what the darkness don't comprehend. They don't understand. They don't want to. In the beginning, Genesis chapter 1. How powerful was the Word of God? Verse 1, in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. How did He do that? Verse 6, and God said. All He had to do was speak, right? Verse 9, and God said. And it happened. Verse 11, and God said. And it happened. Verse 14, and God said, and it happened. These are the words of God. The Word was in the beginning. The Word was God. All God done was speak, and it happened. And God said, verse 24. Verse 26, and God said. Verse 29, and God said. All God had to do was speak. All he had to do was speak. And it happened. That is the power of the words of God. Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 4. Verse 12. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and as a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart the word of god is powerful brothers and sisters the word of God has been there from the beginning. All he had to do was speak, and it happened. And the word of God continues to be powerful today, and it will continue to be powerful until this earth comes to an end. This morning, I ask you about your words. Let's talk about our words. How powerful are your words? They're not comparable to the Word of God, but we have words, brothers and sisters, that are powerful. Our mouth contains this little thing called a tongue. And I can see through everyone's mind over there, they got their tongue and they're working around in their mouth, right? That little tongue has more power than we could ever control. And we'll read about that here in a little bit in the book of James. That tongue has thousands and thousands of taste buds. That's how we taste that food. That's how we taste June's pies. When we take a bite of that pie, that tongue tells us, oh, that's good. Or as Brother Jay, I think he said she made one bad pie in their whole life. One bad pie, but he still ate it. <laughs> that's how we taste that chocolate. That's how Autumn likes to taste, she likes that ice cream, you know. 
She would live at Wits if they had a room back there for her, you know. But that's that tongue has all those taste buds and it tastes that food. And it tells us, hey, that's good, right? Or that's bad. That tongue has that much power. Not only does it help us taste our food and determine whether we like it or not, it helps us maneuver. That helps us see if it wasn't for this tongue, we couldn't eat. This tongue shoves the food to the left, to the right. It works it around in our mouth so we can chew, right? And then what happens? Without this tongue, we can't swallow that food. We can't swallow. Ask Sister Barbara how hard it is, you know, to swallow food, what she's went through. Those little things that we take for granted, eating food. This tongue helps us do that. Without this tongue, we can't do that. But the most powerful thing that this tongue can do is help us to speak. Help us to speak. Communicate. I'm blessed and each and every one of us are blessed by God to have this tongue. To allow us to speak. To allow us to communicate to one another. But the thing about it is the words that are spoken by each and every one of us, including myself. There's two ways that we can use these. We can use them to help encourage for positive or this tongue can go the other direction right it can hurt it can discourage people it can tear down people it can do a lot of harm if we use this tongue in a negative way yes the words of God are powerful and sharp but our words, the words of man, are as powerful in itself. And it's how we choose to use these words will determine if we get to spend eternal life in heaven or not with our Lord and Savior. Proverbs chapter 18. Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 21. Death and life are in what? The power of the tongue. And they that love it, what? Shall eat the fruit thereof. Death and life are what? In the power of the tongue. Now that's serious. Think about that. Think about that. That's as powerful as the word of God was, right? When God spoke, it happened. The book of Proverbs tells us what? That the words that we speak what? are death and life. Death and life. So that means there's consequences, right? There's consequences that will come with the words that we use. If you would, turn over to the book of James. James chapter 3. James chapter 3, and we'll read there verses 1 through 10. My brethren, be not many masters, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. For in many things what we offend all. If any man offend not in word, 
the same what is a perfect man. If you don't offend someone with your words, what you're perfect, it says. You're perfect. So in other words, that's not going to happen, right? We're not going to speak without offending someone. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man. And there is no one perfect except Jesus, right? There was no one perfect except Jesus. And able also to bridle the whole body. Behold, we put bits in the horses' mouths that they may obey us. And we turn about their whole body. Has any of us ever rode a horse? Have you saw people ride a horse? What do they do? They put that bit in the mouth of, mouth of that horse, right? And it's connected to those reins. And they will tug to the right. That horse will turn right. And they'll give it a little pull to the left. That horse will go left. It's amazing. Unbelievable. But that mouth of that horse is controlled by that little bit. The same with us. Our mouth is controlled by what? That little tongue that we talked about. That little tongue controls this mouth. And in turn, that mouth what? Controls the whole body. The whole body. That little bit controls that horse. Behold, we put bits in the horse's mouths that they may obey us. And we turn about their whole body. Behold also the ships, which though they be so great and are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with what? A very small helm. Whithersoever the governor listeth, even so the tongue is a little member and boasteth what great things. Behold how great a matter a little fire kindleth. So what does James tell us? That little thing called the tongue that controls our mouth, that controls our whole body is a little thing, he said, but it brings a great fire, he says, a great fire. And the tongue is a fire, verse 6, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members that it defileth the whole body and setteth on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire of hell. For every kind of beast, and of birds, and of serpents, and of things in the sea is tamed, and hath been tamed of mankind. But the tongue, verse 8, can no man tame. No man. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. Therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceedeth blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. James said, look, that little tongue is such a little thing, but it is a great fire. 
It controls and it will destroy your whole body, he said. And out of that same mouth, that little tongue, what does he say? It will bring blessing and it will bring cursing. There's two ways that we can use our words, brothers and sisters. Two ways. We can use them for the good, positive, or we can use them in a negative way, a hurtful way. This morning, let's talk a little bit about how we use our tongues. The first thing we want to look at is the negative ways. Has anyone ever, ever said to themselves after a while they've said something and they say, I wish I hadn't said that, right? I know I have. Has any of you ever said something and then a little bit later, you know, thought about it and said, well, I, I wish I hadn't said that, you know. Or you say something, you say, oh, I wish I could take that back. I wish I could take that back. It's too late, right? Too late. It's already been said. That's the problem with the tongue. That's the problem with our words. A lot of times we find ourselves becoming angry find ourselves in a situation which what the first thing we do is say the first thing that comes to our mind, right? And we speak it. And we speak it. I know I have. I'm guilty of it. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.